Hello and welcome to the podcast, As I See It. <clears throat> On today's episode of the podcast, I'm going to explain to you guys how I lost 100 pounds in less than a year and I'm still losing weight without diet aids and uh, like any of that big stuff like that, without surgery, anything like that. So stay tuned and uh, I'll tell you how I did it. Although, you know, I am not a doctor, so you would have to go check with your doctor to make sure you can do it the way I did it. And uh, because I would never tell you to do it this way unless you speak to your doctor first. So hang on and we'll get right into it. to mention is stay under 2,000 calories. It's coming up. I forgot to mention it at the end. But today I hope everybody's in <clears throat> is in good health and in good uh, in a good way and everything like that. And I hope uh, everybody's staying safe out there with all this uh, craziness going on in the world with the COVID and what's going on with politics and stuff. So we're going to take a break from that stuff today, and we're going to discuss. How I actually lost a hundred pounds. Now, before we get anywhere with this, I'm going to explain to you. You need to see your doctor before you follow anything. You can explain to him what I've done and see if it works for you. Do not do this without going to a doctor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to explain to you uh, how I did it and why I did it. Um, <clears throat> First off, I'll explain to you that I have a very bad, bad back. I was born with spinal bifida. I used to be paralyzed. Um, and um, and th- this all led to me getting overweight because as I got older, I have a tethered spinal cord. They can't fix it because of the scar tissue. This is just a quick little rundown. And what has happened is I get less mobile. And because I get less mobile, I start putting weight on. But what happened is I hurt myself. And I was in pain for a long time. I'm in pain every day, but the pain was so much I couldn't do much. And I happened to uh, start putting on weight because I couldn't couldn't do much. And you end up going in this little downward spiral. I'm sure most of you people out there that are are overweight or uh, understand exactly what I'm saying. I uh, was just going down this, this spiral that was just unbelievable. Well, what had happened is, is I ended up getting sick about a little less than a year ago. And uh, my wife and my kids were very concerned about me. What happened is I started getting, first my eyes went blurry and I was thinking to myself, wow, uh, allergies or something. This is what I was thinking. I was thinking it was allergies and stuff and there was sinus infection. I went to the doctor the doctor was like, well, I don't see sinus infection. So they had me flush my sinuses out every day which wasn't making anything better so what had happened is I started getting really thirsty I'm sure you guys know where this is going and I started getting pretty sick and uh, my son was over and he's like dad you know you're getting sick you better go to the doctor because there's something wrong and my wife was trying to get me to go to the doctor too so what happens she ended up taking me to the hospital and while I was at the hospital, uh, the doctor goes, check his sugar well. 
they checked my sugar. It was over. It was up around between 700 and 800. My A1C was off the charts. So <clears throat> what had happened was my I had diabetes, and I've had it for a while. So uh, the doctor, they put me on insulin. <clears throat> I had to take a, a shot of insulin every day. I had to take metformin and uh, just... That's where I was at. I was like, oh, no. So we got home, and I was discussing with my wife. I said, I'm not going to be on this medicine forever. I'm not doing it. And, uh, and she goes, okay, well, we'll work at it. So then I went to my primary physician, and my primary physician says, well, you need to, uh, there's a few things you need to do to try to get off it. Now, my primary physician was like, was very honest with me. He said, very rarely does anybody ever, <clears throat> without surgery or anything, get off their meds and reverse diabetes. So what I did is I came home and I started doing research, lots and lots of research, and I listened to what the doctor said. Now, how I've done this is I'll explain it to you real simple. Uh, I cut my carbs down the first short little bit of time. I started cutting carbs down. Uh, I didn't eat any sweets or anything like that. I, I never really drank soda. I did before way way back in the day, but I quit soda a couple of years back. <clears throat> and my wife, uh, you know... She was behind me all the way. You know, I have a very good support system. My wife was behind me. My kids were behind me. So it was, I was doing pretty good. <clears throat> and I um, I cut how much food I, I started measuring out all my food. Um, I started cutting carbs. Now, what I found out is there's carbs and a, a remarkable amount of carbs and a lot of things that you'd be like, wow, what the heck? Never knew that was in there. So what I learned to do is everything before it went into my mouth. Anything. I don't care what it was. I checked it to see what carbs were in it. Now, most of your proteins, like most of your meats and stuff, do not have carbs in it. But uh, you, you got to uh, just check what carbs are in everything. Now, what I did is I cut down to like, I, I went and got a book on diabetes from the Diabetic Association. This is what the hospital gave me, a little place to go get a book. And I got the book. And the book says you should be able to eat, I don't know, I think it was like 60 carbs per meal. And I'm thinking to myself, if carbs turn to sugars, which is what carbs do, they turn to sugars. You eat breads or any grains and stuff like that, and it goes in and it turns to sugar. And what I did is I was like, wait a minute. They want you to cut carbs, but yet they're telling you to eat, you can eat so many carbs with every meal, which was like 70 carbs per meal or, or 70 or 80 carbs per meal or something like that. And I don't even remember exactly, but it says that. And then it says eat like four to six meals a day, small meals, you know, and I'm like, wait a minute. No, there's something wrong here. This is, this is. This book, you, you got to research to see how, who came up with this plan. You know who came up with this plan? The uh, 
the medical association of diabetes came up with the plan, but who gave them the plan? The drug companies. Okay. So of course the drug companies want you to stay on diabetes because they want to keep giving you the drugs. Now, my wife and I, when, when, when I got the insulin, um, our insurance did not cover the insulin. So the first dose, the first, it is all going on in this first week, uh, to get the insulin was like $1,500. The metformin was like $50. The uh, blood gu- the, the glucose tester, a couple hundred bucks. I mean, the whole thing was like two grand. Now, one thing I learned is I'm not putting that out every month, you know, minus I wouldn't have to go buy a new tester or nothing. But every so often you got to buy these, these uh, shots and all that. And I said, you know, I'm not doing that. I will not put that kind of money out again. So I did all kinds of research, and I found out carbs turn to sugar. You should never drink, eat. You shouldn't eat too many carbs. You shouldn't eat anything that's sugar. You shouldn't eat anything that's artificial sweetened, uh, like diet soda and all that. That makes your sugar worse. Did you know that? It makes you crave things, makes you crave sweets and stuff like that. Now, artificial sweeteners are are, are a chemical-based you know, you don't want to put that junk in your body. And then I started checking out uh, diet plans. Like, uh, the, I'm not going to mention any of these big ones. Like, uh, there's the WW one, and then there's the one where you can go to, uh, they, they send you meals and all this. And you, you look that up, and you're like, wait a minute. They don't give you much food, but it's not good for you either. Because you're. it's like. Still high in carbs. I mean, they, they give you pasta and everything in there, and I'm like, no, that's not, that's not going to work. So my wife and I did a lot of research, and we found out. Well, first thing I did is I stopped eating all breads. Breads are bad because breads turn into uh, carbs. So what I did is the first week I cut my carbs down to like 50 carbs a week. I mean, 50 carbs a day. That made my sugar drop from. Within the first week, my sugar went from the day I went to the hospital, which was like almost 800, all the way down to like 120 the first week. So when I went back, the first week I went to the doctor, the doctor took me off the uh, insulin and said to stay on the metformin. So I kept staying on the metformin for a while. And... I decided, She then the doctor was like, you need to cut the carbs down a little bit more. So I cut my carbs down a little bit more. And <clears throat> uh, then they did a, the metformin recall on some meds because of the drug, because it causes cancer or something, long-acting metformin. So what I did is I was like, wait a minute. I, I'm not taking no chances. So I stopped taking the metformin, but I cut my carbs down to like 20 carbs a day. Now I'm down to like five to ten carbs a day. I, can, I got my carbs way down to like ten. I think it's like ten, ten to fifteen carbs a day, because you got to watch everything you eat. <clears throat> and uh, what happened was, is my sugar went down now to nineties. It's in the nineties, eighties, and nineties with no meds, no nothing. But I started losing weight because. <clears throat> There's a whole method on how I did this to lose weight, too. Um, when I got my carbs down, 
I found out there's certain foods like pickles, dill pickles. Not no other pickles, just dill pickles. Uh, fight diabetes. It actually helps your body fight the sugars. So I eat a lot of pickles. Cheeses are good because they're low in carbs. You got to just really watch your carbs. So what I started doing is counting all my carbs. Counting them all. Got my carbs way down. Got off the metformin. And uh, my sugar levels went down to normal. My A1C is down to normal. It's like a, a five. Four or five or something like that. I got to have to look at my doctor's paper. I just had the blood test done a few weeks back. And it was like four or five. And it was way down. And the doctor was shocked. So... With everything I've been doing up to this point has been make helping me lose weight. So the doctor's been monitoring my weight. And because I cut the carbs out and all this stuff, my sugar has went I mean my, my weight I've dropped almost a hundred pounds in a less than a year. And they keep running blood tests on me, everything is fine. Uh, my liver's fine. Everything is fine except for my vitamin D. Now, what I found out about vitamin D is people that are overweight and obese and things like that, your body can't process vitamin D. So you're always lacking in vitamin D. So I have to take a, lots of vitamin D. I take lots of vitamin D right now until my vitamin D starts coming back. And uh, that's just from being overweight that my vitamin D is like that. Um, my hair started getting thicker because I started uh, taking care of myself and losing weight. Um, I do not have high blood pressure. Uh, everything is pretty much normal except I'm still overweight and I'm still losing weight. So now to up the uh, ability to continue to lose weight... I do not eat after 8 o'clock at night, and I do not eat before noon the next day. So from 8 to noon, from 8 at night till noon the next day, I eat nothing except for water. I can have coffee and water or black tea with no sugar in it, no nothing, just black tea, coffee, or water. Now, I'll drink, I drink coffee, and then I drink Tea, I mean water, plain water. I don't drink tea, water. Um, after like 10 o'clock, it's water because I keep my kidneys flushed out really good. So I did some research, and diabetes can be totally reversed and be gone if you lose 10% of your body weight and you keep your carbs and stuff under wraps. So that's what I'm doing. Now, with the... Uh, intermittent fasting that I do uh, I am still losing weight I am not buying any new clothes yet because I'm still losing weight fast so my wife keeps teasing me you, you can't even stand there with your clothes they fall off you so that's what I'm doing um, just if you're going to try this you make sure you talk to your doctor first follow what the doctor says because I, you know you, you could have other uh, health conditions, but I always said to my family that if, if, if I got into a crisis situation where something happened that I was getting sick, my life would change. Now, 
That was the wrong attitude to have. My attitude should have been, I am not going to wait until I get sick. I'm going to do something now. If I had it all to go back on, I would have done something before I got sick. Because you don't want to be sick. The whole key is, because, you know, I could have gotten sick to where things wouldn't have healed. I could have been sick forever. My goals in life are one, don't be on medicines or prescriptions of any kind. Two, don't wait until you get sick again. Do something before you get there. Change your life completely because you could do it. And another thing I've noticed since I've lost all this weight, my back pain is going away. But see, my back pain had started from the spinal bifida. I had, like I said, I had hurt it and it got bad. But now my back pain is getting better because I'm losing weight and I'm able to walk further. So one thing is, is you get up and move. If you don't move, you're just going to sit there and you're going to fall apart and you'll end up dying. Don't sit and wait for death. Get up move get motivated think of your family don't think of yourself say oh yeah this is good to eat this is good that's good this is good no it might be good for you but it's bad for your family you might not think people love you or whatever but they do so don't let that get to you don't don't get to the point to where you're uh only thinking of yourself you have to think of everybody else first then think of yourself. But with thinking of everybody else first, you're only thinking of them as their their feelings and stuff. To, to think of them first means you have to take care of yourself, number one. Do not let anything get in your way. You just set a goal for yourself and set small goals. Don't set big ones. Because if you set a big one and you don't make it, you get frustrated. First goal should be let me get my carbs down. Second goal should be, let me get moving a little bit. Third goal should be, let, let me lose five pounds. Then when you lose your five pounds, you're like, let me lose another five pounds. Don't say I want to lose 100 pounds, and then you don't lose 100 pounds, you get frustrated, and you're like, oh, I'm giving up. No, 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 no. Set small goals, you meet them goals, and then you make another goal. You meet that goal, you make a small goal, you make it, you get to it, you beat it make another one my wife explained this to me because uh she had a weight problem too but she went about a different way of doing it and what she did is she said you got to set little goals you meet the goals and then when you meet these goals then you make another small one and another small one because you can make you can reach your small goals before you get to the large goal which is your end result is your large goal so i still have a ways to go I'm still losing weight, like, fast and good. But I'm no, I'm, I I just have to now uh, get up and move around more. It's winter time, so it's tough to get out and move around more because where I live. But uh, don't sit still. Don't sit in a chair and wait to pass because that's what's going to happen. Your life will be it's going in front of you faster than you can imagine. If you're sitting there, you're going to let life pass you by and you can't. You get up and move. If you need somebody to talk to, email me, A-R-D-E-A 
S seven one at gmail.com. That's A as in Andrew, R as in Rebecca, D as in David, E as in Emma, A as in Andrew, S as in Sam, 71 at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to help you get along with this. But you have to be going to your doctor. You got to go to your doctor with it. Because you can't just do this and then, you know, you have to speak with a doctor. But if you need some encouragement, I know you can do it. Because if I can do it, anybody can do it. I mean, I really didn't think I would ever get anywhere with it. I really didn't. But now that I'm losing weight and I've lost like this much weight in less than a year, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm feeling good about myself. Got confidence back. And uh, my whole life has changed. And it's going to continue to change because I want to continue to follow this path. Do not, I do not, like I said, I do not have high blood pressure. I do not have, uh, um, my diabetes is in remission. Um, I'm on no medications whatsoever except for the vitamin D. I take vitamin D. That's one vitamin I do take. But that's it. And uh, I go in for blood work every other month. They monitor me. They check my heart. They check everything. So... I'm doing really good, and I did it without the programs that want you to pay them money and follow their programs. I'm not saying that they don't work, because they probably do, but this is all about um, discipline. The whole thing is discipline. You have to discipline yourself into not eating carbs, drinking soda, eating candy, eating sugars. It's all poisonous stuff, man. You just need to do it. Eat plenty of proteins and uh, vegetables and things like that. And you got to watch with vegetables you even eat because some vegetables are high in carbs. Seriously, it's, 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 uh, it's amazing what has carbs in these. Before you eat anything, check out the carbs and then also measure everything you eat. If it says one cup of this has five carbs in it, only eat the one cup of that. Don't eat, don't figure, oh, that looks like a cup. No. Uh Uh-uh. You measure that out, that's what you do. You stick with that one cup. That's it. Uh, Just, and then set yourself up with uh, help from your family. If you can't get help from your family... Like I said, email me. I'll, I'll help you because I'll, I'll sit behind you and give you all the encouragement you need. Because you don't want to die. I don't want to die. But everybody dies. But I don't want to die young. I got kids. I got grandkids coming now. And I do not want to, I want to be around for my grandchildren. Just like you, you know, I don't know. You might not be married yet or something. And you might want to get married and have children someday or something. Or you might have children and want grandchildren. And you want to be around for that. Take the initiative. Step forward. Get disciplined. It's all discipline. It really comes down to discipline. I've really come to the conclusion that it's all discipline. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's not, not, it's not an easy task. It's not an easy trip. It's a very hard trip. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. There's nothing easy. And if you want something in life, you have to go get it. You, nobody's going to hand you anything. Do uh, you know? I, I was I had an argument with somebody about they wanted to go get this the gastric bypass surgery, and I says, "Yeah, 
And I said, but there's one problem with that. And they're like, what? I'm like, you have to go on a diet before you get it. They're like, no, you don't. I'm like, yes, you do. And they went and checked it out. Yeah, you have to go on a diet. You have to lose so much weight to show that you have the discipline to follow up on it afterwards. I've seen people get this gastric bypass surgery and then put the weight back on. I've seen people get the gastric bypass surgery and then suffer for the forever with things that they couldn't even, you know, just trying to eat a little bit of food. Then they put you on, I think, let me think, I, when I read up, they put you on something for like an antacid or something. And the one antacid they used to put people on was that Zantac or something like that, which is cancer causing. The whole key, the whole key, discipline, discipline, discipline. Get up, get motivated and do something. You know, even if it's just getting up and walking around the room. A little bit. Do something. Get lift your arms up and start waving them around until you break a sweat. Do something. Don't just sit there. Cut your carbs out. Measure your meals out. Don't overeat. That's another thing. Do not overeat. You know, I'm, I'm telling you all this, but I'm leaving out the part that you have to not eat a lot of calories either you have to count your calories too so count your calories along with counting your carbs is uh very very important to be in a success in short less than 2,000 calories a day measure everything you eat count your carbs don't eat sweets or sugars or anything like that Stay below, um, um, don't, don't eat, don't stay below, but don't eat after 8 p.m. And don't eat before noon. Only water, things like that between those hours. So that intermittent fasting works. But like I said, check with your physician, check with your doctor before doing this. I hope it works for you if, if your doctor okays it. Um, plus, um, uh, I hope I didn't ramble on too much, but I hope, I hope you guys under, under, got everything. Like I said, any questions, email me. If you need help with anything, email me. If you even need somebody just to speak to because you got a weight problem, email me. I'll be more than happy to, uh, talk with you about it because I know you can do it. I know it. I know it. I know it. I have faith in you. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Share it with your friends. Tell people if you know somebody who has a problem. Um, sorry about that, guys. If you know somebody with a problem, let them uh, tell them also. And uh, thank you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and stay safe. Mm-hmm.